0: Hello, folks. Welcome once again to another edition of Who's Behind That Voice Volunteer Spotlight here on Radio Talking Book. This is Ryan O, your SAGE host. And folks, we are kicking off our 50th year on the air. We're going to celebrate all year in 2024. And I can't think of a better way to start off the festivities than to talk to our Volunteer of the Month, Mimi Smith. Mimi,
1: welcome to the show. Hello. Good to be here. And uh, Mimi, of course,
0: you may know her voice from listening to the Council Bluffs non pare Is it non parade or non-parell, Mimi?
1: I say non-parell.
0: Okay, I do too. Non- I think it means unparalleled. Um, it, it's, it's the Council Bluffs non-parell every Friday afternoon at 5, and we also have a history with Mimi. Uh, she's read in the past uh, some health and some FYI, and she was a member of our staff for a while. But we'll get to all of that first of all. Mimi, tell us about your background. Where were you born and raised, and, and what brought you to Omaha?
1: Okay, well, I was born in Pierce, South Dakota. lived there until I was four. Then the family moved to Seattle, and we were there until, I think, about age 12. Then Louisiana until about age 14, and then New Jersey. And most of my family is still in New Jersey. Everybody asks if my dad was in the military. He was not. He was an engineer with Boeing and did different things uh, at each of those divisions. Was your
0: dad in charge of tightening the bolts on, on plane doors and panels and such?
1: No. The last thing that I knew was that he was in ground support. So he apparently designed... Equipment that was used for ground support.
0: So what took you away from New Jersey?
1: Well, well, I met my husband. So again, I was born in South Dakota and I worked two years at Mount Rushmore during. Really? Yeah. During summers, um, college summers. So I met my husband there and he's, a born-and-bred Nebraska boy. So that's what brought us here.
0: Wow. How long have you lived in Omaha?
1: Six years, I believe. And before that, we were 30 years in Columbus. Columbus, 30? Nebraska.
0: So before you got to Omaha, you, you lived in Columbus. Right. Then. Very Certainly. much. So tell me about your time in Columbus. What did you do while you were there?
1: Well drove kids to school a lot, Um, but I worked in retail for a while, and I worked for two, I believe, two or three smaller businesses um, before I went to work as a librarian, and that was in Skylar, Nebraska. Uh So I drove back and forth about 20 miles every day and actually enjoyed the drive because I listened to audio books all the way. Wow,
0: of course. And and this is what I'm anxious to talk about, your time as a librarian because your personality just seems to fit right into that, at least to the stereotype of what we think of with librarians, Uh, very calm and orderly and 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 friendly. So what was your favorite part about being a librarian?
1: So, yes, I loved working with the patrons. Um, But as I moved through my years there, my emphasis changed, and I didn't get to do that as much as I liked. There were a lot of other things that I had to do. I also enjoyed reading reviews, so that was nice. But again, that was something that I did when I didn't have to deal with other things. So people don't realize that we do a lot of grant writing, a lot of technical mentoring, other librarians coming up through the ranks, um, so to speak, When I first started there, I wrote a grant and we brought in, I wanna think twenty three that wasn't the one for twenty-three computers, maybe eight computers. Uh and I did not know what I was doing at (laughs) all. But I did it. Well,
0: you're a good company. And it worked.
1: And we may yeah, uh I think at the time the grant was written to the Nebraska Library Commission. Um it was called an LSTA grant, Library Services and Technology Act. And I think on a home phone, you would still see LSTA as one of your things that you had to pay in when you paid your monthly bill. Uh huh. Um, but anyway, I think at the time I wrote one of the largest grants that the library commission had okayed up until that time. So, and I didn't know what I was doing. So. But
0: you lasted 30 years, uh, or there about, uh, were, were you, no, a, no, no. were you a librarian I, for 30 years
1: or how long no, were you a librarian? 16, 16. My last 16 years of being in the workforce, um, before I retired. So 16 years. Gotcha. And there was a lot. And I loved going to conferences and visiting with people. That was actually one of my favorite things to do, too. So,
0: so from Columbus to Omaha is quite a step up, in, at least in terms of geography. What brought you to Omaha after you left Columbus?
1: My kids. Ah. So uh I had two kids who are living here in the metro area. And then I have another son. So I have four kids, um, a daughter and three sons. And so my daughter and one of my youngest sons, and I say one of them because they're twins. I have twins. Um, So my daughter and One of the twins lives here in Omaha, one of the twins lives in Lincoln, and then my oldest son lives in the Kansas City area. So this got us closer to everybody. Otherwise, it was a five-minute, or five minutes, yeah, that would be nice, a five-hour drive from Columbus to Kansas City, whereas from here, it's a three-hour drive. Wow, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a lot shorter time. Right. So... So tell me about your your family. I know you've mentioned a couple of kids and and I assume you have some grandkids as well?
1: I do. So I have 4 kids and uh 5 grandchildren. And they range from 22 in age down to 8 months.
0: My goodness, so they kind of span the spectrum. Yes, they do. You better give your husband a shout out too otherwise you might get in trouble.
1: Ah. So. So my husband is Darv and we've been married 50 years and, uh, our kids surprised us with a family get together for our 50th.
0: So is your 50th year. anniversary this year or yeah. was it, was it in 2023?
1: 2023.
0: Okay. So I was about to say there's, there's a symmetry to that, but I think you beat us by about one year. So okay. you did a family gathering, huh? Did you stay at home or did you go somewhere?
1: Oh, we, it was at my daughter's house. So everybody was there. Uh, everybody, and that is very seldom for us to have that happen.
0: Tell me how you found Radio Talking Book.
1: Um, after I retired and kind of stayed at home for a couple years, just um, uh, doing what the bears do, I was just staying home and staying warm. I had had enough years of driving and dealing with the cold and so on and so forth. So, for two years, I hibernated. I was looking for that word, and I finally got it. Hibernated. um, And then I was ready to get out and meet more people and do more. So, uh, I figured that volunteering was a good way to do that. So, I... Looked for volunteering opportunities in Omaha and found radio talking book that way, especially since I a retired librarian and a person who likes to read. Um, that just seemed like that would be a good fit. And it was. And it was. It?
0: Absolutely. You um, started was. out reading uh, health for us occasionally and FYI. Mm-hmm. And then eventually... We needed a volunteer coordinator, and and you got the job. So I have to tell you, that was a, a great time for us. Tell me just a little about some of the stuff you did as a volunteer coordinator here.
1: Well, helped with scheduling was, was a big part of it. Um, we were n- not using any type of program to do our scheduling, so it was – kind of my thing to do, and so I got to know a lot of the people that way, knowing who was reading what, um, when somebody was going to be gone for a long time, or just a day or two, Um, also started a program where I got a couple of great volunteers to contact people on our list here of people who received our radios and listened to us. So I had a couple volunteers who would call them and see how we were doing it, how we were doing and what they had to say and so on. And then they, um, we were also looking to see if, those people were still listening to us, were still around, still in the area, still, I hesitate to say this, but we needed to know whether or not they were still alive and listening yep. to us. So we learned a lot that way. But that was a program that I got started while I was here. And
0: we're still using it. So that was – and another thing you did, you were beneficial during the pandemic um, when we – When we hit the pandemic in March of 2020, you were a great help in transitioning us to remote and keeping all the volunteers kind of going and scheduled and transitioning to reading from home.
1: That was a change and a challenge because when I started here, it was to be out in the public and meet people and less than a year in working that hit and then all of a sudden, I was working from home and not being out and talking to people, but I had a lot of good chats with people on the phone, so that was nice. Yeah, and um, yeah, going through the procedure they had to use to uh, record from home and then submit their articles. It was. It was. Some people could adapt to that. Some people could not. Some people didn't have the uh, technology to do it at home. It was just different for everybody. We had a tighter schedule as to who read when and when they had to submit the articles so that they would be able to put into our system here and go on the air at the right time.
0: Yeah. And then you retired in May of twenty twenty one, but you're still with us mm-hmm. reading the Council Bluffs non parel. So right. even though you don't technically work here, you still work with us as as one of our volunteers. So of course we thank you so much for the all that you've done for Radio Talking Book. You're you're an invaluable part of our service.
1: Well thanks. And uh whenever I talk to people, um, you know, getting to know somebody new, I always Talk about radio talking books and act as though I'm still working here, even though I'm not. Well, bless
0: uh, your heart. Yeah. Thanks. You know, Mimi, our time flies when you're having fun, and our time is almost up. Last question I have for you. It's what I ask all our volunteers. If there's a message you could give to our listeners, what would it be?
1: Um, I would say take life one day at a time. Enjoy it. Listen to us for all of the good things that we have to help you in your daily lives. And um, stay active with people, even if you can't get out. Talk to people on the phone or whatever, because I think life is a shared experience.
0: Yes, it is. Again, it's ironic you're talking about that because the pandemic kind of really highlighted that for us. Life is, is definitely a shared experience. So. Right. Mimi Smith, our guest this time on Volunteer Spotlight. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. And again, thank you for all you do for us at Radio Talking Book.
1: Thanks for hap- having me for this. And it's kind of a humbling experience. So, but I will say we always love to have good people here and we have lots of good people here and it's been a joy
0: it has been a joy and it's been wonderful talking to you our guest today has been mimi smith you can hear her every friday afternoon at five reading the council bluffs on Perel. this is ryan o with volunteer spotlight who's behind that voice thanks so much for listening and please stay tuned for our next program on radio talking book